吧。Everyone and welcome to the How to Be a Dad with How to Dad podcast. Jose, you are with me. How are you doing, young sir? I'm doing great, and you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And also with me this week, I have Joe. Joe, how you doing? So glad you call me young sir. I will slap you. <laughs> you are younger than me, though, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, but like a year. Well, there we go.、Something. Young sir, it is. Well, he looks older、uh, though. I think he's the one that looks the oldest of them all. Right. I don't have any hair. It's really annoying. Yeah, I've I've got more hair than either of you on this podcast. It's pretty good, and that includes your beard, Jose, as well, which is pretty, pretty special.、Um, There's my beard for you to hear. So, a little bit about this podcast before we start. This podcast started because me and Jose. So Jose is based in LA. I'm based in Portsmouth, UK, and Joe is based in、uh, the internet. Kent, I say this every time. I live in Kent, Andy. Okay. If you、yeah. actually came to visit, like you said you would, you know this by now.、Uh, and this podcast kind of started as me and Jose. We're 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 new dads together.、Um, me, really, really new. I've only got eleven months old son, and Jose's son is around about three or four. Is that right? He's three. Seven. He's still three. Yeah, three. He's twenty-five. Cool, cool. There we go, twenty-five. They grow up so fast nowadays.、Yeah. Um, and yeah, this podcast kind of came from that, and came from the awesome book "How to Be a Dad Without a Dad" by Jose as well. So, if you're looking for anything to buy for a friend that needs help during Christmas,、uh, "How to Be a Dad Without a Dad," find it on Amazon. Really good book, highly recommended. Yeah, get the plugs out early. That's what I say. That's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, the holidays are here. Is it, wait, let's let's rewind again. So is it the holidays for you guys or Christmas? I forgot. It's Christmas. It's、oh, only、okay. like Americans. I think the reason you guys use the term holiday is not to insult anyone. Is that right, Joe? Can you confirm that? I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, holiday period is the PC way of describing this because like, it's not it's not just an American thing. There's a, there's a lot of things that happen at this time, and not all of it is to do with Christianity and. Our made-up Christmas uh, hot, um, <laughs> celebration, but I usually just call it Christmas anyway. Like I, I tend to use holiday period, like mainly via work actually, when I just describe this general period. But it's Christmas officially. There you go. And I was laughing at the beginning because、um, <laughs> right before we started, I told Andy, Andy, just be more cheerful. And he's like, Oh, you know, yeah, sorry, sorry, because you know it's late here and everything. And then I'm like, yeah, just be more cheerful. And he's like, oh, because you know, I wanted to be quiet because I'm on an echo room. And then you, and I'm like, oh, you're doing your sexy voice. And then you start again. Hi, everybody. Welcome to. <laughs> so I started laughing because I was like, <laughs> I did, but I don't want to. You know, I want people to get all the way to the end. I don't want them to peak too early. You know what I mean?、You've、got to build up during the podcast. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So. Us three basically are, you know, you guys are brand new dads.、Uh, my son is three; he's doing great, and we're gearing up for the holidays. It's how do you guys feel about the holidays? Is it, I mean, it's like a it's like three sixty thing, right? Because Andy, you probably are doing things the last year you were not doing, or because、yeah. your son is about to, you know, this time last year your son was about to be born, right? Yeah. Yep. So he's eleven months now. So he's starting to, real cute thing. He's starting to kind of jig when he listens to music, and obviously during the Christmas period, like everyone's playing Christmas songs 
like 24 7 everywhere oh, God. and uh, versus just regular songs there's only like 20 or 30 or 40 real christmas songs so he's starting to hear them regularly all the time um so yeah uh, white christmas he really likes um the mariah carey one uh all i want for christmas is you good favorite with my son um so yeah he's i think he he recognizes that things are a little bit different um because Joe, your daughter's a similar age to Hose, uh, to uh, my son, um, and I, I don't know about you, but I get the feeling that they notice that there's more color, there's more like flashy things on trees and things like that. Um, so they they seem to be, or at least my son at least seems to be looking around at things way more, like aggressively peeking over shoulders when I hold him and stuff like that. Well, I would be kind of concerned if my daughter didn't notice the presence of a big, massive green tree in the <laughs> living room where none had been before. Um, you'd, you'd think that'd be a noticeable thing. But yep. yeah, no, she's quite fascinated by the tree now that it's up and it's got all the lights on it. She keeps trying to go up to it. We've kind of put it in a bit of the living room that we can just safely block off so she can't actually get to it and put nice. it down. That's what's um, but she's always looking at it when she's not looking at something else. So. Joe, how do you get the decorations up when your daughter is around? Because me and my wife are really struggling to be at the moment, just finding time to actually put the bloody decorations up. Well, one of you holds <laughs> the baby and the other one does the work. It's, I mean, was, it's not rocket science, Andy. You know, I, it's divide and conquer. I was going to say, it's, you know, hard, I mean, you, too guys, hard. you guys should take over the parenting and just do it. Just do it. Tinsel's tinsel's a two people job though. Like you can't hang tinsel on your own. And like you need to rotate the tree and then check what it looks like from behind and all that stuff. Tinsel like, I don't even know what tinsel is. Tinsel's like um how do we describe how, tinsel? How do you describe tinsel? Tinsel's like um, a long rope with like <laughs> shine fluff. Oh, yeah. you guys put those? It was funny because we so do you guys have your Christmas? So, Andy, did you finish your Christmas tree or do you need any help from Joe? I definitely need help from Joe. <laughs> I haven't put it up yet. So just... We put up everything else. The tree is the tough thing. Yeah, we went to get our Christmas tree this weekend and then um, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend, I went to work on Saturday. I've been working long hours. I have a brand new uh, job that is making me either work 12 hours one day or 16 hours the other day or 8 hours the other day. So I came back on yesterday, no, on Saturday night, and then she had put some, like, I guess, tinsels on the tree. <laughs> and then I looked at the tree, and I'm like, "Is does that belong there? And she's like, yeah, you know, trees are decorated that way now. And I'm like, now? I was like, and it just looks like a bad, by the way, if you're hearing this, uh, my girlfriend, don't get mad. It's just part of the podcast. Um, it looks really like weird because it looks like a brown piece of paper. They just put it on the on the tree, and he it was just goes around, and he feels weird for me. I want like my Christmas tree to look Christmas ish, right? Not like a like a wrapping paper Christmas tree. So yeah, I think it's like it's it's sparkly. It's supposed to be like no. This one colorful. is not. This one is just right. beige. And it looks like a bad wrapping paper or, you know, bad bow that it was just put there. <laughs> so like grease paper? Yeah. 
So I kept asking. I'm like, oh, so does this thing belong here? It's like, you didn't go all the way around. Are you going to buy more? Are you going to buy a different one? <laughs> Are you really want to put this here? Or like, and I started taking it out, going around. And so she didn't go around because I guess she didn't buy enough uh, wrapping yeah. paper. Um, and then so I started going around. So now it just went half. And I was thinking that maybe she would look at it and be like, all right, you're right. You know, it looks weird. But she's like, oh, okay, it's just going half. Don't worry. Tomorrow I'm going to go to Walmart and get the rest of it. I was like, oh, God. See, that's why it's a two-person job, man. That's what I'm saying. You can go a little bit crazy doing decorations on your own. Crazy? Just, no. Yeah. Supposed no, to look Christmas-ish, not like wrapping paper-ish weird. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, case in point, had to look after my son on my own for the past week from around about last Sunday to Friday evening, super late. Parenting's totally a two person job as well. It's crazy. You have to prepare when you're doing stuff on your own. You have to like prepare the bedtime routine in the morning so that you're ready, like lay out the towel, lay out the nappy. Do the special feeding thing. Make sure the cot's clear of all the toys. That he was like loads of stuff. It's crazy. You have to be so organized when you're a single parent. I was only a single parent for like a week, and my son, I swear, about four days in, was like, "I'm done with your face, dude. Where's the other one? What's going on? I want to see the other parent." I was like, "Ah, uh, yeah, uh, okay. Well, he'll just cry in my face for a bit. Um, I'll try and be as proactive and energetic as possible." Um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, so you were with your son by yourself for a whole week. Yeah, a whole week, pretty much. Was that um, was that the first time you ever been with the child by yourself with no help at all? It wasn't the first time, but it was definitely the longest time. So I've done like days, like a couple of days at a time, like a weekend or maybe even a long weekend. But doing it for that amount of time, like the house just gets progressively more messy dummies get progressively more lost including finding one in the toilet the guest toilet which isn't used very often uh which i found today no idea when my son put that in there he must have put it in there no idea don't know anyway <laughs> that mystery aside um it's just i've got such a newfound respect for single parents and i knew it was a hard job to begin with and there's some benefits i think joe touched on them a few weeks ago when like sometimes when you're when you're parenting you can have like too many cooks so like to just have one declarative voice going no we're gonna do it that way super helpful uh, super useful but you know that gets old really fast i found like parenting being a dad on your own um for four days or five days, six days was really hard, but it was fun, <laughs> but it was hard. I'm going to let this, I'm going to let Joe take this one because I think you're, you're making it seem harder than it is. Maybe because your wife helped you a little bit too much. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to let Joe have his perspective of you saying that you had to prepare for, you know, 10 hours in advance. Parenting especially, Andy, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, no, that's, that sounds uh, intense, though. Good thing you uh, you got through that. I don't, I've don't. i never looked after my daughter for any length of time yet. The longest like you before now was uh, like a weekend. Um, and I'm pretty sure one of those weekends I went to my friend's house anyway, so I kind of had bro back up. Um, <laughs> one of my friends especially, like, um, 
was kind of doting on her slightly, so I just basically gave her to him whilst I play games. So um, nice. it was outsourcing. It's, that's what you need to do. <laughs> I did find that taking him around different parents and different relatives definitely helped. But yeah, I think it's there's something. You know, my son's not massively sleeping well at the moment. Uh, he's basically he's going through teething. He's got loads of his top teeth, none of his bottom teeth, and the bottom teeth are starting to poke through. And it is that that thing that happens at like five o'clock in the morning where you're like, okay, well I gave you an additional bottle. Uh, I made sure you're comfortable. Change your nappy. Like swayed you and you know nursed you as much as I can. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Uh, (laughs) Okay, Uh, you're still screaming. Okay, cool. Uh, We'll get through this together. And then two hours later, you do. But then you got to wake up and the whole cycle works over again. I think what made it slightly worse for me is that my son... uh, So he went to nursery a few days that week as well. So it wasn't massively intense. Like I did have a, a, a day's break at least. But what happened the second day, about midway through, was I got a call from nursery, um, which is like daycare, I guess. Um, and essentially, they're like, hey, yeah, he's um, he's really struggling. He's like really clingy. He's crying a lot. Uh, and he's got a temperature. You're going to have to take him. And I was like, OK, that's not a problem. And then took him home, gave him a uh, cow pole, took his temperature down. And then he still had a really rough night. Took him in the next day. He seemed pretty happy. And then I got another phone call, which was about midway through the day, like, hey, yeah, we think he might have bronchitis. What? Because people have had bronchitis in this nursery. You should probably take him to a doctor. So I did that. I did that a day later. I had a, a business meeting with um, uh, Portsmouth Cultural Trust on a, on a, on a thing um, that I'm working on them with. And uh, essentially, when I phoned up the doctors in the morning, so this is great. Uh, I find the weapon. I was like, hey, yeah, my son's really ill. He keeps having, like, he keeps coughing for, like, minutes at a time. He's hocking lots of stuff up. It's probably just cold or flu, but I'm wondering if I can take him in at any point. Uh, and they're like, yeah, you can take him in now for an emergency appointment, or you can pop back in next week. And I was like, oh, no other options than that? Can I not take him in, like, in a couple of hours? And they're like, no. So either now... Or a couple of weeks, or you can phone us back later. I was like, okay, that's really dumb. There should be like a middle option, but not a problem. So I phoned them back, uh, and essentially we had to go in at about 4 p.m. and wait for about an hour and a half in order to be seen by a doctor. But this doctor was amazing. They kind of gave him like um, kind of the like a pump that you give to like an asthma sufferer. Uh, with uh, like basically some sort of um, hydrating mechanism for the lungs so that it frees up, opens the capillaries a bit, I, I think, and it's supposed to free up the, the gunge that's on the lungs. Anyway, um, so that happened as well. So it wasn't just, you know, me being rubbish at planning, which I definitely am. Uh, it was also that added little snafu as well. Uh, my son's doing better now, by the way, which is great. I still got a little bit of the cough. Um, it's still got a little bit of the bronchitis hanging around, but yeah, always happens when one of us is away that you get ill. Yeah, I mean, illness, it will always happen on Sunday when there's nothing available or at two in the morning. But, <laughs> so, these people didn't actually tell you from the beginning that bronchitis was going on? 
they, they should have told you from around, the beginning. Like, hey. They, they could have. They could have. They, they mentioned it in passing is what it could be, but he wasn't. The thing is with my son is that he has, he has a little bit of a cough anyway, but usually he's fine. Um, but the fact that he had a temperature as well, and because he's teething a lot as well, um, it could have been any number of things, really. Um, but it was only when he had that additional day where he was showing almost exactly the same symptoms as another kid at daycare um, that they let me in on that info, and then it was fine. It was totally not a problem, but it is always, you know, it's just that additional level of stress, right? And whenever you have a ill child you're always wondering like sometimes i mean i'm lucky i'm not a hypochondriac like my wife is a little bit so i'll always kind of jump to the most logical rather than the most extreme right which is super super helpful when it comes to illness um so it was okay but yeah stressful i mean yeah bronchitis are you kidding me <laughs> wait so did he have so it's bronchitis? not bronchitis it's bronchitis which is a little bit different basically all bronchitis is because i did the research on it just in case there's any data thing, um, is that it is inflammation of the, um, what you call it? Basically, the you go into the mouth and you go down to the lungs and there's that tube that basically connects the mouth to the lungs. You can tell I'm not a doctor. None of us are doctors on here, by the way. Definitely worth pointing that out. Um, and essentially, it's inflammation of that area. And what the body does to counteract the inflammation is essentially produce uh, white blood cells. Um, and those white blood cells attack whatever is going on, which is it's a virus. And then essentially what happens is that that's what produces all the gunk. Uh, so, yeah. It's a common lung infection in young children. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, if your son has bronchitis, I mean, yeah, that's a tough week. Because it's not something that is going to go away, like, in a day. So that yeah. thing has to, like... So he had like antibiotics and all this stuff. Or like... No, he didn't have antibiotics because he was basically he was fighting it off, um, and he was fighting it off well. So at the moment, um, doctors in the UK at least are really, really, and Joe, you might have had this as well, dude. Um, they're really, really uh, hesitant to give you any antibiotics unless you really, really need it, and unless your body is really, really struggling. Um, and my son wasn't. My son was still okay. Like he was definitely struggling to sleep and stuff, and he would take, and he was a little bit clingy, um, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't struggling to get sleep. He wasn't, um, you know, really coughing up a lot or coughing for like. I've literally read up on this now. Apparently, people can almost, if they had a particular bad case of bronchitis, they can cough up for like minutes and minutes at a time, and that can cause other side effects that are really, really bad. He wasn't doing any of that, so. Yeah, uh, I was really happy the doctor gave us something because like, there's nothing worse than sitting in the goddamn waiting room for like an hour, hour and a half or whatever. And then with just other told, sick yeah. people thinking, "Ugh, what do they have? Ugh, what do yeah. that one have? Like, oh, Ugh. it's a baby. Babies are ill. Don't worry about it. Or um, <laughs> or like just going in there and he's like, oh, yeah, um, it's fine. He's got this. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And then they're not giving you anything. Like, that's the worst. At least this, this doctor tried to do something. Yeah, um, I had to take uh, my daughter to see the emergency room once um, about, I mean, it was a month ago now, I think, because she, she's had an on and off cough 
Um, it mainly just strikes at night where she'll cough a little bit. Um, we're going through a period where it was actually quite bad and she was coughing a lot. And then she got a really high fever, like it was worryingly high. Um, so we took her into, first we took him to a GP, like walking. Uh, he was, uh, he wasn't overly alarmed, but he was like, yeah, you definitely should go to the children's ward at the hospital for observation. And so we went over there and we weren't waiting around too much, but we were kept there until about, I don't know, midnight, just so that he could monitor my daughter's symptoms because they originally just gave a, a strong dose of ibuprofen to see if it would manage the the fever part of it because if that didn't work, then there was something more serious going on. Um, luckily, uh, the fever was fine and we were allowed to take her home that night and she kind of actually settled after that. Um, but yeah, these things can be quite quite worrying i mean luckily the gp kind of treated it with the seriousness that we were giving it like we're not we're not as we are sensitive to to her temperature and 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 whether she coughs too much but we don't worry too much about um illnesses and germs on on kind of a lower level just because uh we're we're quite hearty people ourselves so we don't get sick that often um but yeah this was this was definitely out of the ordinary it was um it was scary for uh, about an hour. I think we were kind of worried because we were wondering whether we'd gone a bit too too blasé with it, and we're like, "Oh crap, maybe she has something serious." But she didn't. It was fine, and she's generally in good spirits anyway. So, oh man, like, well, but she's fine, right? Yeah, yeah she's fine now. I mean, yeah, this was like a month ago, and she's been fine since. To be honest, like, her cough still comes and goes, but it's never bad. It's just. Um, so at one point we thought she was doing it to copy us because uh, me and my <laughs> wife had a cough for a while and she just started doing it to us and we weren't convinced she was actually coughing we thought she was copying us but um she has a bit of a cough at night um we've started putting a a wet blank a wet flannel over the radiator when it's on because apparently um it helps humidify the room um and that can help with with coughs at night time in babies so you guys don't have uh humidifiers yet no, I mean, no, like, humidifiers aren't really a thing in this country. I don't think we don't tend to need them because it rains enough as it is. We don't need to make more wet. Um, you can buy dehumidifiers, but it doesn't solve the problem we have. But no, I'm I'm not bothered about buying one. Like, the, the flannel trick works quite well from what we can tell. So. Yeah, we have one, and it's like, we know that we're going to use it at some point during the winter. And we have used it during, you know, during the summer, which sucks because... It gets the room fucking hot, and then you had to deal with that and everything. But yeah, man, it's one of those things that every parent knows that once one of the us in the family, you know, the close family gets sick, there's something going on, and you know, the worst is that your kid will have it because you know, the best thing that you want is just to happen to you as a parent and not to your son. But man, you guys been going through. It must be going something going on over there. Some virus going on. It's Brexit, dude. Or blame it on Europe. I don't know. It's <laughs> definitely something going on. <laughs> Why? Why did you have to say that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, anyway, anyway, anyway. All right, so anyway. Andy, so, so it's a two-parent job that you encounter. What was the worst for you as in... What did you expect so, that it was going... Did you like think it was gonna be easy, but then you're like, oh my god, there's so much stuff, and then that you realize that you only slept like four or five hours every day, 
Because one thing that I always see that it works for me is that I prepare like mentally of what we're going to do the day before. And what I do is like I have activities. So for example, in I'm very strict in timing. So I'm always like, at this point, we should be doing this. At this point, we should be doing that. So for example, let's say my son is going to stay with me tomorrow. So what we do is like, I know he's going to wake up early between 6.30 and 7.30. So what we do, we usually don't watch TV. But when I wake up, uh, you know, I need to use the restroom for sure. And then so I'll put him to, <laughs> yeah, not that you guys needed to know that. But um, uh I put him in the couch because he wants to come outside. We watch. He watches uh, PJ Masks, it, um, it's a little cartoon, for about 15 minutes. That gives me time to go to the bathroom and make a cup of coffee. After that, we play. And then I usually either make breakfast or we go to have breakfast. But during his time that he's watching TV, I give him a little yogurt for him to drink or water. So but around 8 nine we should be either eating or we should be like going to have you know pancakes at, at denny's then i know that around 10 we're going to go to a place where we could play we could run we could sweat we could do a little bit you know have some activity we should be back around 11 30 12 where he's going to have a snack you know he's going to um he's either going to play a little bit more with me and then we're going to go to sleep So he could wake up around 3, 3.30, and then we play again, and then Monk gets home, and I tap out, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. you know, like, I, I, I usually prepare and have, like, an activity. Um, I know my son is older, but I think it could also work with, you know, with with you, Andy. But, unfortunately, you had a sickness. You had an illness that had to, like, yeah. it took over everything that maybe you had a plan or everything that you had you know wanted to do you know yeah we threw everything out of sync like usually my son wakes up usually about seven or eight o'clock there was one day where he didn't wake up until 10 um and it's always that wondrous stroke terror filled moment where you know my wife's out of town so i go to bed quite late because i'm playing games um <laughs> and basically acting like a 12 year old and um then you wake up in the morning you're like fuck it's 12 it's like 10 a.m in the morning and he usually wakes up at like seven is he okay am i a heavy sleeper so from that point on i have the radio on pretty much all the time um because i our, our rooms are like right next door to each other so usually i hear him um but his voice was starting to go um so after that point he wasn't moaning in the night he slept all through um the reason uh he was just he was ill um so that's why he slept a little bit longer um i think the top five things that i always struggled with or and will continue to struggle with because when it comes to my professional life i'm incredibly organized and i pay very close attention to detail but in terms of my private life and like doing stuff like i don't do any of that shit i am pretty much living by because my my wife is very organized right so if i was super organized in my private life as well Like we'd constantly butt heads, so there's no point. So essentially, I'm not, I'm not like that. So um, yeah, I, I need to be more regimented. Um, the things that I really struggled with, top five, were we've got shitloads of dummies in this house. We have got probably at least 30 dummies reliably every night. Couldn't find a dummy anywhere because they'd just throughout the day, he'd spat them out 
or I'd taken them out and they're in jeans or whatever. Um, and you know, we go outside, we went to the park, I fell over. Um, so I got my jeans like muddy. So I had to change. There was like three dummies in that jeans. Um, he likes chucking, uh, dummies out of his cot. I like really vaulting them like miles and miles. So loads got lost that way. So that's dummies are, five. um, dummies are like pacifiers. Basically. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one, um, was probably, oh God, I'd probably say, um, socks, baby socks, <laughs> baby socks are the most annoying creations known to man. I have no Dude, idea who, me started on who the, the hell designs baby socks, why they don't have a, a little bit of, um, like proper, like either Velcro that you can like attach them to the trouser cuffs or something so that they have a little bit more sway or a, like more elasticity over the cuff of the sock so that it stays on a little bit more i don't know losing socks massive pain in the ass by like three days in all resemblance of him having the same pairs of socks on just completely went out the window which is great and that's documented as well so sending my wife pictures all the time um dude you want a tip like, what's that i'm not sure if you can buy them for boy babies but for my daughter we just put tights on her now like you can buy babies tights um, oh, yeah. and it, they just solve the problem completely because I get really paranoid about my daughter's feet and like too cold. Yeah. Um, but like a whole tight thing is like a whole other layer. Plus then we put trousers on over that. Um, and I suppose at, at your son's age, even if they don't sell dedicated boys tights, if you just get like a blue <laughs> pair of I know girl tights and put them on he's not yeah. gonna know the difference no one else is gonna know the difference because no. under a pair of jeans they just look like a really good pair of socks so yeah. um yeah. get some tights solves all that problem completely because like fuck socks <laughs> like fuck them in the ear they are so <laughs> annoying and my daughter's really annoying at wearing them because she just like kicks them off and you know, this end everywhere and yeah what are you socks for now i use it to wipe her nose because that's all they're good for <laughs> Socks. so socks i absolutely hate uh also my son's had an amazing i think it starts so i take him swimming lessons right and part of the swimming thing that you do in order to get them acclimatized to water is you're supposed to like get them to have water in their mouth and then spit it out oh, no. and in order to show them this you get some water in yourself and kind of spit it over their shoulder or spit it at them or whatever whatever they like oh, um no. And he started doing that with his water at home. <laughs> so there's a risk reward going on with giving him goddamn water now as well, which is really funny. Um, so those are probably, I think, at the, I was going to say five, but those are the three things that really stand out in my mind, like constant baby changing, like because he can't drink properly is one. Socks is definitely two. And goddamn dummy stroke pacifiers, they are... A nightmare, absolute nightmare. Hey, Joe, do you use uh, dummies, or are you guys going without dummies? Uh, we're going without them for the moment. My wife's always been kind of against them because you see so many examples of parents using them just to shut their kids up. Um, yeah. and she doesn't like how that looks. Uh, to be fair, I'm ambivalent either way in um, at this age, just because if you know baby derives comfort for it, why would you deny it a source of comfort? You know what's wrong with you? But um, my daughter's just stopped. Using using them herself like she just stopped taking them a few months ago and we just haven't been that bothered to try and reintroduce them and it's going to get more unlikely as she gets older and this mm. we think there's a specific need for it and it was only ever a nighttime thing as well we only gave her dummies at night 
Um, so no, not at the moment. We we have them lying around the house still. I keep finding them, but um, they're they're not actually active use right now. So. Yeah, we never yeah, so. we never use them because um, you know, I keep saying my, so. My girlfriend's a teacher at a yeah. preschool daycare, and she from the beginning she said she was not going to use a pacifier. One because uh, she's seen that basically kids get addicted to the pacifier, and mm-hmm. it's a really tough process getting away the pacifier from the kids so she has seen like kids that are two three years old with a pacifier so from the beginning you know i was lucky enough i mean i've been lucky enough that she literally is trained to take care of kids so she knows way more than i do uh even though i have a lot of experience too with raising my my nephews and everything but um you know and it was it wasn't a problem because you know like he actually you know it's one of those things like you never miss what you never had. So, you know, yeah. it was good with us. So, hopefully your kid doesn't, you know, stick to the dummy. <laughs> I keep <laughs> saying dummy because I like that word. A dummy's great. Uh, yeah, I think, so, me, me and my wife, we, we totally, we only use the dummy when we need to. So, it's only ever when he's really upset or needs some sort of comfort. Um, but he does need one to go to sleep. And getting him from that is going to be tough, but we'll, we'll we'll try and do that. I think for me, like I definitely understand what your wife's saying, Joe, hundred percent. Because I think I, I've, you know, I remember working in retail. I used to see it um, quite a lot. Like people, like a baby would be baby babbling, so not crying, just like making a noise and just doing like auditory uh, experimentation. Um, <laughs> and like they'd have a dummy stuck in their mouth. Shut up. Like, yeah, like shut up. Uh, which is not how they're supposed to be used. Yeah, my kid is my kid is actually one of those. He has become he's very, which I'm happy. He's very happy. My son is, you know, what I'm doing, whatever we are doing, I don't want to change because he's a very happy guy. Uh, yeah. Even though he's into it, I think it's because I was gone for a couple months or days, and but he has become a little bit more mommy base so everything is mommy 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 and then me i'm the monster oh the monster's here uh yeah <laughs> i know he calls me the monster so even though he thinks he's darth vader which he doesn't know anything but whatever yeah. my son thinks he's darth vader um and yeah so he's very mommy 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 which i don't know if you know you and the have will have that or have that already but um he's a very happy guy and I don't mind my son being three. And what I mean is, like, if my son is being silly, is being loud, is being, you know, looking for stuff, being a three-year-old in front of people, I encourage that. As long as he's, of course, not bugging anybody, not hurting anybody, not making somebody's life miserable. I don't mind my kid jumping jumping up and down places i don't mind my kid you know yelling or you know not yelling but you know being a kid loud being yeah you know talking different so you know lately we've been doing the the you know you know jingle bells batman smells robin laid an egg the batmobile <laughs> lost the wheel and the joker got away hey so we're like just walking down the street and we're singing that or we like I'm, you know, we'll be on Costco and the line and we'll be singing like one, 
one little pumpkin pouting, pouting, one little pumpkin pouting. <laughs> so I don't mind when my son is being a three-year-old, and I actually encourage that because, you know, I want my son to feel free to develop being himself. Mm. That said, you know, if my son, you know, goes and, and says, hey, or, you know, doesn't say thank you to somebody or doesn't say hi to somebody, I correct them. Be like, hey, you're supposed to say hi. You're supposed to say thank you and stuff like that. So, like, you know, going to that point that kind of sucks that some parents don't want their kids to be kids because, you know, I didn't have a childhood. So I want my son to be the m biggest kid out there. So if he's yeah. being silly, I encourage that. If he's being, you know, loud, I encourage that. If you were, you know, if I look stupid, you know, with stickers on my face, I literally, there's been times that I forget that I still have stickers on my face and my hands, <laughs> and I'm, like, shopping somewhere else with without a kid. And especially, like, I know this is a podcast, but nobody can see me. I look like either a terrorist or a cholo or anything like that, so... It's funny when I always think about like people looking at me with my big bushy beard and I have like a little Mickey Mouse sticker on my face or like a little drawing <laughs> on my hand. My son went into this episode where we were like we will put like a like a scare face on my or on my hand on the you know on the on the palm of my hand right here. Yeah. And then a smiley face and then one time I was buying a coffee at a a gas station and then this girl goes like are those tattoos or do you have a son? And I'm like, no, like I have a son. And then, you know, he draws with a marker right here and we go, ha 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 ha. <gasps> so I went from like, you're a weirdo to like, Oh, that's so cute. You're a good parent. <laughs> so, you know, I always encourage my son to be a kid. Yeah, you definitely need to hundred percent. I think what I've noticed since having a son or even you know it'd be the same if I had a daughter like I sing way more than I've ever done in my life over the past like 11 months Joe do you find that as well like do you sing because your your voice is even worse than mine so you <laughs> <laughs> talk about my voice is amazing um yeah no I, I I don't I don't actually sing I do tunes um just kind of like like oh, what's what? the one uh so the one we do when we're walking because I, I like uh holding her arms and then getting her to practice walking just around the room or wherever nice. and i go do 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 i don't even know where that's from or whether i made it up but that's that's just the tune i do is that the teddy bears one it's not quite that but it's just it's, i don't know it just came to me and i also do that when i'm like carrying around the house and so so there's more tunes and singing um my mum sings a lot especially when she comes to visit she sings to her because she's actually quite a good singer because she's in a band um so she and she does like jingles and songs and my wife will just put random youtube songs on on her phone via her bluetooth speaker and and my daughter does this wonderfully terrible dance where she's literally just lowering her torso and then straighten it again and she does it in like rapid succession yeah um, that's what my son does yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's so stupid but adorable right it's, it's the worst dance you could ever see yeah uh, it's more like um like i literally i've i've had i've had dogs before that do that same sort of dance but they do it to like wipe their pooper 
Um, so it's a little bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, what's your daughter's... What do you think is your daughter's favorite um, Christmas song at the moment? Or holiday song? Uh, I don't know. We We haven't played a lot of them. And she generally just dances to everything. So it's it's hard she she does um display preferences for certain things but it's mainly around food um and what toy she's interested in at the time so i don't really know on that one like she we know she likes music and and tunes in general but um yeah i don't know about specific christmas songs what about you andy um so my son goes to a thing called moo music which is a local thing that is done in Porchester uh, or Portsmouth, well, around about where I live. And um, it's like a franchise thing. Um, and essentially, he loves all of those songs. There's something, they're very like show toony, but with like, um, imagine if it was like show toony, but with like if it was on a kid's TV show. So he loves all those songs um, and they're all very like they've all got dances associated with them as well. My wife's been taking him to this like class like every week for like the past four weeks and we've got a CD. So whenever we put that on, he's always super, super happy. Uh, I had to go to that class on my own um, when I had him on my own. And little did I know when I turned up, I was the only person there with the teacher. Um Doing a baby singing class thing <laughs> when one, you don't know the songs, and two, you're the only person there, and three, your son's like, I'm just not feeling it this week. Uh, I think I'm going to wander around the room. So it's just me and this teacher dancing with stuffed animals directly opposite each other while my son goes off with the rest of the room just going, Oh, I don't really care this week. I'm just going to toddle around the room and just look at everything. That radiator is quite interesting. I know you guys are being really entertaining, but that radiator, well, I need to check that out. Um, yeah, so that, that was that was quite fun. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Moo Music, it's worth doing a search for it because I bet it's around in America as well. Moo um, Music? Moo Music. Mm. So the song goes something like, uh, I'm not going to sing it. What the hell am I doing? I'm not setting myself up for that. Uh, Moo music, Google it. It's really cool. Like the classes are really fun. Um, they've got loads of different songs about like putting on coats and to go outside in the cold and uh, snowball fights. Uh, I think I've <laughs> blanked out from most of it kind of through the sheer awkwardness, but they've got loads of different songs. They're really cool. Is there one called Dojo Cat? Oh, Mew Music. There you go. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Which is your favorite, Andy? I really like the uh, uh, the Wake Up song, if that's on there. That's my jam. <laughs> the Wake Moo Music. Ah, there's a lot of testimonials. Yeah. <laughs> Wake Up Good Morning? Yeah, that's it. Ah, oh, this song's great. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> See if we can get the audio. Can you guys hear? Stand up, sit down. Can you guys hear? Yeah. Sit down. Turn yourself around. Joe is like, why did I join this podcast today? Stand up, sit down. Stand up, sit down. Turn 
I thought we were going to talk about serious parenting issues. This is serious! Listen! <laughs> Not serious. <laughs> Enjoy the music! Be happy! Ho ho to you! Just think about Andy running on the spot. Running on the spot. Running on the spot. This cow's so bad. Running on the spot. Oh god. I like it's that so good. a lot. Running on the spot. Okay. So so the other good one they've got. Great, <laughs> no, we're uh, not going is uh it goes Wake up, good morning, wake up, good morning, have a happy day or some something like that. It's great. Like the, the riff on it is so good. It's just yeah, it's just really good. Anyway, Moo Music. Twenty five song C D is what the teacher gave me after no, this incredibly you. awkward lesson. No, uh, thank and you. yeah. That's been on all the time. Sorry, Jose, what was it? What was it? I think you want that, right? Uh I'm sorry, what? You want the C D, right? Yeah, I own the C D. I have the the double one. The one that comes with twenty songs. <laughs> anyway, so let me tell you about so my so, my son likes music he like he sings like bruno mars and especially because that's all we do here we just listen to so last year you know my like joe's uh wife my girlfriend could be a holiday if she wanted to and so she plays a lot of christmas music and everything but last year he uh, really enjoyed one song and the song goes a little bit like this it's a little popular Late as it is. Oh, where is it? Till I get back. So it's Christmas and holidays. And he will dance it, like literally. Like he will like, you know, like he has poop on his butt, like Andy said. <laughs> he will bounce. So back and forth, back and forth. And so I decided to take a video of him and then you could hear the song and he's going, you know, bouncing and he's jumping and he has a sticker on his face. And I took a video of that. So uh, for those of you who that don't know, I work at a radio station. I've been doing broadcasting for 18 years. So this happened last year at the beginning of December, like, you know, like around the 10th of December and blah, blah, blah. So I'm working at the station covering some for some people. And then I'm looking for somebody to record a commercial for me. And I turn the corner, and then this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, I'm looking for a studio so-and-so. And I look up, and you will never guess who it is. It's Daryl from Rum DNC. No way. Not lying. So my son has been rocking Christmas and Hollis for about 15 days. And then I'm working at the station, and I don't know where Daryl from Rum DNC shows up, and it's like, "Hey, do you know where I could go?" This, I like look stunned, and I say, "Hey, man, what's up? How are you? Nice meeting you." He's like, "Hey, not not, not much." And then um, he went to do an interview, and then I kind of like stalk stalk him, and then I know the the host who was doing the interview with him, so I asked him, "Like, hey, can I take a picture with him?" He's like, "Yeah." So he comes out, and I'm like, hey, how are you? Do you mind if I take a picture with you? And he's like, no. And he's like, what's your name, little boy? Because, you know, I'm fight too. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, can I tell you something? Like, my son really likes Christmas and Hollis. 
And he's like, oh, cool. How old is he? I'm like, he's three. And if you don't, I'm like, I've been working in radio for 18 years. There's like literally a couple of people that will literally stop and take a picture because I'm not, I try not to be one of those, you know? Yeah. And then I, I'm like, look, if like, if you don't want me, can I show you this? And he's like, he sees my son, you know, dancing to Christmas and Hollis. And for me to take a picture with, you know, Daryl, it was the greatest thing, not for me, because one day I'm actually going to tell my son that one, he used to, he loved, he used to dance and, you know, like one of the best Christmas songs out there. But 15 days later, I get to meet the guy who recorded and sang the song that he liked. So I just want to throw out there. I'll send you guys a picture. So, you, But it was one of those experiences that I will never forget. And I don't think he likes Christmas and Hollis at the moment. But, you know, I think the Batman song, he likes it the most. Dude, as soon as he watches Die Hard, he'll like Christmas and Hollis again. Oh, yeah. Die Hard number, yeah. I want to say number two Christmas movie on my list. Yeah. Number one is yeah. Home Alone. And since we're talking about the holidays, I think Joe has some notes that he wanted to share with us. We're going to start calling this segment Joe's Notes, where he has notes throughout the week about what he wants to talk. And this time he has a little, you know, holiday note that he wants to share with us about something that somebody cooked or something like that, Joe? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's not specifically holiday related, but it just happened during the holidays because my daughter was was born at the end of December, so her birthday's coming up. But oh. uh, I'm here to talk to you about cake smashing and why it's a massive waste <laughs> of life. <laughs> like this is this is Joe's notes for this week. I don't have actually that many notes since the last thing because my daughter's been relatively tame uh, for some reason. But um, yeah, cake smashing. Google it. It is a thing. So. Uh, this it's, a, it's kind of a fad at the moment and basically for a child's first birthday um you know obviously you can buy them a cake but they're too young to really eat much of it themselves so uh, parents apparently have had this great idea to uh, put the cake in front of the baby and have the baby smash it into bits and get all messy and and it's like oh look at the baby destroying the cake oh it's so, so cute and it's i mean it, it's ridiculous just on paper because one it's waste of a perfectly good cake and two, you know, who's going to clean up that mess? Not me. Um, just putting it out there now. But uh, my wife loved the idea. She thought it'd be hilarious. Oh, no. um, <laughs> and so this weekend just gone. Uh, guess what we did? Um, you smashed some cakes? See, that's the funny thing. We didn't because cake smashing is a stupid and ridiculous concept. So we, we cleared some space, cle- cleaned a bit of the floor because we've got laminate flooring. Uh, plonked my daughter down. Uh, kind of dressed her in, in just basically her, her nappy just to kind of save clothes and stuff. Put the cake in, in front of her. Guess what she did? She started eating it. <laughs> very carefully. Very politely. And with much grace. She just would dip her finger on the icing, eat some more, maybe take a handful and eat some more. Uh, my wife had to take drastic action and start smashing the cake up for her. <laughs> Uh, and the only difference that made is that my daughter then went over to my wife's hand and started picking up bits off her 
panned to eat instead like this is literally and i've been i was sitting here for like 10 minutes just trying to get some like cute pictures of her smashing a cake and i've been saying this for weeks like this isn't going to work it's a stupid idea um and my wife even told me that some of the photos look staged and that she reckoned that parents just pre-smash the cake and then plonk their child in the middle of it just to get some photos and i'm like yeah no i'm not doing that that's ridiculous um so yeah don't bother with cake smashing it doesn't work apparently to get like a full professional photo shoot done you pay like hundreds of pounds like two three hundred pounds just to get this stupid stunt done so you have some photos of a baby (laughs) covered in cake um and it's the biggest waste of life i've ever encountered like please don't do it so i google cake smashing and basically it's a bunch of they literally stage like prom where they have like all these balloons in the background and basically they have the baby try to smash it but i guess there's something like you the babies don't smash the cakes why would they it's food they're just gonna eat it (laughs) joe most important question what cake did you choose uh so my wife found a smarties cake not my Skittles, Skittles cake. Oh my god! That was reduced in ASDA. Um, it was actually really nice. Like you take the, so the you take the Skittles off, and the the icing has that kind of fruity skittly taste to it. Yeah. But the sponge itself was actually really nice. It was like vanilla or something. It was just multicolored. Um, so it was a proper legit cake. And, th- and this is why I was so angry in the first place. Like this is a good <laughs> cake. Why are we wasting this? Um, and I eventually just called a halt to it and said, no, abort, we're not doing this. Picked up the pieces and put it on a plate so we could eat it later. And then was like, you're cleaning this up. I'm not. So basically your wife became the kid. Did you do, Did you at least get some pictures of your wife smashing the cake? <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a picture of my daughter picking bits off my wife's hand, which is covered on in cake. Because um, she didn't smash it completely. She just kind of broke the top to kind of get my daughter going but it didn't didn't work at all it was yeah oh that's funny but imagine if your daughter was super super into it like you'd ruin desserts for her forever why because she's Cause going she, to try to smash every dessert yeah she'd just be <laughs> smacking desserts left right and center like you can never give her a cupcake because no. that's way too easy to smush like yeah not thought through this thing imagine like she grows up to be a dessert smasher <laughs> it's not good i kind of want to i do joe you have given me the idea to give my son some cake just to see what he does i just like the idea of like they can picture your daughter just very delicately just enjoying this cake and your wife with the complete anarchy just going smash it Smash the cake. <laughs> That's what she was like. Oh, don't do it, Andy. It's not. It's not worth. It's not, literally not worth the time. Like you don't. Like I only wasted like fifteen minutes of my life. But it's fifteen minutes. <laughs> so I am never getting back ever. Get used to it. Uh, I like when Joe comes by because Joe reminds me of me, like being the grumpy guy ne- next to his super cheerful wife, and I'm always like, Nah, that shit is not gonna work. No. That fucking shit. We're not gonna do that. Uh-uh. Nope. No. No. <laughs> still do it. Yeah, we still do it. But whatever. <laughs> if I could have those 15 minutes of my life debating about what Christmas tree we're gonna get, 
It gets worse, Joe, by the way, because right now <laughs> it's only one opinion that you had to deal with, which is your wife. Wait until your daughter grows older and she has her opinion on herself as a two, three-year-old little girl. And then you're going to be fighting against two girls. Two words, flower babies. Google it. Make sure you tell your wife, Joe, next time you see her. Just mention flower babies to her, just completely casually. Just chuck it out there. And then I guarantee you, in a couple of weeks' time, you'll know all about it. Flower babies. <laughs> no, flower do, babies. I, do I have to kill you, Andy? Stop it. Stop putting ideas. <laughs> flower babies are great. What do you if want you Joe to, to do? Is like, hey, honey, we should shh, flower babies. Shh. Or just get. You know, get her to Google Celine Dion flower babies. I mean, that's oh, if no. you think 15 minutes is not a good amount of time to waste. Oh, the flower no. babies thing is like two hours. It's great. I'm, I won't say anyone that flower babies. You said Celine Dion and flower babies? No, I'm not even yeah. going to go that whole hell. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was the cake then? <laughs> Did you guys finish the cake? Oh yeah, we finished. I think tonight or last night it was it's really nice it was a really delicious cake um any other notes was actually quite hyper that day oh a lot of sugar was was that the first time you have ever experienced like a sugar high uh I, it, I don't think it was a real sugar high but she had a lot of energy for a lot longer than she normally does I think it took her a little bit longer to get to sleep but it wasn't like a proper proper sugar high um Oh, wait until you experience a sugar high for the first time. Ooh. Can't wait. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> I tell you what, give her, give her skips, because I gave my son skips. So skips are prawn cocktail dissolvable, dissolvable crisps. They're really bizarre. Um, and, yeah, they, they, they definitely produce a face when you give them to a baby for the first time. But now he loves them, which is great. Any other notes? Uh, no funny ones, unfortunately. Uh, we did have our 12-month uh, checkup with the health visitor, uh, which went fine. Um, my daughter's developing really well uh, in most areas. In fact, pretty much all areas. I think some areas she's doing a lot better than she should be at her age. So nothing to worry about. I brought up the food thing because I was really... I told you guys how paranoid I am about us overfeeding uh, my daughter. Apparently, it's fine. She's not. We're doing nothing wrong. Um, if that's just how much she eats, how much she eats, and she's burning it off because she's very energetic and bouncy, and so nothing to worry about really. Her weight and height were fine. She was, I think, because we don't often measure her uh, height because it's quite difficult to do. Um, but the health visitor had like a proper machine and a, and a way to do it, so she measured her weight and her height and, and on that day she was about smack man middle of, of all babies like if 50 if 100 babies were born uh her weight and height ratio would be right right in the middle so nothing really to worry about nice. um yeah that's the only other thing of note recently i guess hey let me ask you this joe like do you think your daughter is going to be a daddy's girl or a mommy's girl Oh, she's totally going to be a daddy's girl. Like, I won't stand for anything else, to be honest. <laughs> it's weird, though, because, like, my daughter very clearly, I think, prefers my wife over me. Like, she's always kind of reaching for my wife and and kind of 
when she's upset she looks to go to my wife over me but she does you know she's fine in my company like you know i can pick her up and she'll be happy and she will kind of reach for me at times and and stuff like that uh, it's clearly uh obviously the mother is the the source of all all food and and glory and all that kind of stuff i'm just the guy um but i'm definitely hoping she'll be a daddy's girl just because i'll have an ally in the house well they say <laughs> usually it's like that right like the you're, if you have a daughter it'll go with the dad and if you have a son it'll go with the mom I mean, in my house, definitely the number one person is to my son is it's my girlfriend. He literally says, "My mom is my best friend." <laughs> 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 and what is that? He's the monster, little Darth Vader, son of. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible look into my future. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame though, actually, because my wife was uh, buying some clothes for our daughter, and like, there's like for shopping for a baby girl, there's a load of things like, oh, you know, daddy's little princess, daddy's little girls, but there's not a lot of mum's little princess or mummy's little girls or stuff like that. And when you look at boys' clothes, it's kind of the same. Like, there's a bit more kind of, oh, daddy superstar, whatever, and 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 mummy's little soldier, whatever. But on the girl side of clothes, from what we've seen so far, there's not a lot of kind of mother to daughter stuff it's all kind of mother to father stuff which is a shame because my wife was hoping to find something for, for kind of them to have as well not just like me and my daughter to have which is a shame <laughs> well yeah i guess so yeah they're all quite traditional we have, we have the same with my son in that he we really wanted like non-gender stereotyped clothes for him we got to the point where we couldn't buy a top for him that didn't have a bloody dinosaur on it or a like fire truck or whatever that we just had to go with it so yeah it is what it is so i'm guessing with you is the same right andy i mean mommy's mommy yeah basically yeah it's pretty similar with me but i think um i think ever since uh i started doing this freelance stuff um i've had way more time to spend with my son than i had before so I don't know. I'm not sure if it's changing. I think you're right. I think the the opposite gender thing is definitely in play. Um, like sons like their mums, daughters like their dads. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Um, but I, I think to a certain extent, it's also really, really early. So he'll say mama, 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 and he'll say da, 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 da. Um, but it's, he definitely conveys meaning to though when he says those things because there were times when when uh my wife wasn't around uh when she was away and my son would say uh mama mama um uh but yeah i i do think it means something it's just it's hard to know at this age because they're obviously so young right well what i heard from older dads that have sons is that, yeah, mom is going to be, you know, their number one until they reach a certain age, like around, mm. you know, eight, nine, where yep. you actually start doing sports with them. You start relating to, like, you know, either video games. You start liking the same things. You start, you know, thinking the same way. So, you know, from when they're little, they're always going to be mommy number one. But then it's going to be that change where, like, you know, when they turn 15, 16, they start liking girls. They like 
like in sports, video games, all yep. the stuff where you kind of take over. So we'll see how that. And in Joe's case, good luck when she's 16, 17. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be easy, mate. I'm going to have the best birds in the bees talk ever. It's going to be on it. I'm going to tell it using video game metaphors whilst playing Call of Duty or something. <laughs> Age appropriate games. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of games, I did buy a Switch over the past week. Oh, I had it bought for me for an, as an early Christmas present. Um, <laughs> I'd recommend it. Really good. Really good. I've been, I've been looking. I mean, I haven't really been looking at that, but it's kind of been in the back of my mind that, oh, we've got a decent Nintendo console now with like decent games on it. Like everyone and their mum is re- releasing on Switch right now. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And I reckon even my wife would, would enjoy it. Um, but it's just, I've got a PS4. My wife's got a a 360 that's still knocking around like we don't need a switch yeah uh so we'll probably be quite late on that bandwagon i reckon what are you playing uh new smash bros uh super smash bros which is pretty good i've realized that my reaction time has dulled with age which is a really sad realization (laughs) um uh what else Uh, and just the new pokemon pokemon's great wait until you play against a 12 year old then you're going to be like, oh, uh, God. No, but I do get my ass handed to me when playing online all the time. Yeah. Um, I've finally fallen in love with Pokemon, though, which is great. Um, I'm playing Pokemon Let's Go, whatever. Um, and it's really, really good. It's really, really fun. That's not the mobile phone game that everyone always talks about, the Pokemon Go game. It's, I think it's Pokemon Let's Go on Switch. And it's basically Pokemon Blue from 98 but upgraded with new graphics and stuff like that. It's really, it's really fun. You it's literally really cool. just described or said my son, my nephews, my twelve-year-old nephew's Christmas list. He wants <laughs> Smash Brothers and Pokemon. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, Mario Rabbit or something. Uh, Mario and Rabbits. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's also on my Christmas list. Um, <laughs> I think we might have gotten switched. Uh, we should probably look at that. Uh, but yeah, mine's also got Mario Odyssey on it as well. So you know, for for, for the more established gentlemen. <laughs> All right, before we go, we have a little segment called Andy's jokes, and what it is is basically Andy tells a good or a bad or an awful joke for all yep. dads out there. And if yep. you want to be part of Andy's jokes, you could send us an email at info at dad without a dad dot com info at dad without a dad dot com you could be a sponsor for andy's jokes you could sponsor andy for andy to tell more jokes or for andy not to tell any jokes we already have some um you know candidates to be sponsors we have a friend yep. from pittsburgh chatty p that he wants to be a sponsor for andy the only problem that he doesn't want to tell me whether he wants more jokes or not and i think <laughs> joe also is a candidate for this segment he wants to sponsor this segment because he doesn't want to hear your jokes anymore uh because he says that he has better ones but that's just between joe and i don't tell anybody so without any more delay we have here all the way from england we have the wonderful andy with andy's jokes and his intro goes a little bit like this His name is Andy. Why? Why? And Andy's jokes is right here. <laughs> the problem with that intro is that it makes me laugh every time. 
And then I tell you the joke and it's nowhere near as funny. <laughs> All right, dad's jokes. So the whole point of dad's jokes is that they are supposed to be bad. They're supposed to be embarrassing, right? They're supposed to be the sort of things you hear on a Christmas table or Sunday lunch table or whatever. So this week, I've got three. Yeah, bring it in. Uh, right, first one is, what do you call cheese that isn't yours? What? I don't know. Nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah it's gonna get better guys don't worry we'll get better we'll get better uh okay this one is a really good one what did the grape do when he got stepped on <laughs> don't know. he let out a little wine it doesn't make any sense because it hasn't entered yet it's not gonna have any wine in it it's uh, you're overthinking it, Joe. <laughs> not it literally makes no sense. And the last one is for uh, my mate back home, Will Brockas. I wouldn't buy anything with Velcro, it's a total ripoff. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much, guys. This right here is another big waste of my life. I just like <laughs> I know it feels like longer than 15 minutes, but it was only three minutes, so it was pretty good. Well, there you go. If you guys want to be a sponsor for Andy's jokes, you can send us an email at info at dadwithoutadad.com. Info at dadwithoutadad.com. If you want to be a sponsor for Andy to tell more jokes... You're welcome to. If you want to be a sponsor for Andy not to tell any jokes, you're welcome to. Or like we discovered today, if you want Andy to give you a shout out during his own little segment called Andy's Jokes, you could be, a, you know, send us some money and he will send you a great shout out too. So there you go. Send us an email at info at dad without a dad dot com for Andy's Jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Are we policing this, by the way? Like... Do you tally up how many people sponsor either way and then the net result is what we go for? Or do you just have one sponsor a week? We're, and going, like, as... we're going to first see if anybody wants to give us money and then we'll go from there. <laughs> You'd be surprised how little money you need to spend. <laughs> I do have my friend. His name is Chetty P in Pittsburgh. He's like, he wants to be a sponsor, but he doesn't want to tell me whether he wants you to tell more jokes or to stop so i'm like well that's the whole purpose so who knows i literally put a joke book on my christmas list to keep <laughs> this thing going so if someone <laughs> bids 4.99 or something to stop me from telling it it's gonna make me sad not to influence them obviously i wouldn't want to do that i want to keep this democratic process going or really it's not democratic at all is it really when you think about it it's more of a What's the thing, Joe, when it's based on uh, consumerism, kind of? Yeah, I yeah. can't remember what the term is, but yeah, it's based on money. Yeah, commerce. It's more of a commerce system, I suppose. Yeah. Modern capitalism. Well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 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 I'm only laughing because that stupid word, it's like... So I work for a radio station that one of the, the aspects of this... AM station is that they do all blog programming. If you guys don't know what blog programming is, it's basically you pay to be on the air. That's basically it. So you pay an amount depending on the time for you to be on the air and pretend to 
be a radio star. And there's this show that literally the guy, that's all he says is capitalism here, capitalism there, capitalism We in the capitalism market. I'm like, oh, God. It's so fucking, it's like, oh, it's just basically rich people with money that want to be on the radio. Anyways, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> Joe wants to be back <laughs> after this podcast because he has learned so much from Andy, from Jose, that he, I'm pretty sure... He wants this hour and 26 minutes back. And he's never going to have it back. No. We're going to add to it. <laughs> now I know about cake smashing. I mean, it's been a good week for me. I've enjoyed it. I feel like I'm just giving you bad ideas, Andy. Like, uh, I'm trying to do this podcast to kind of help dads not make bad choices. But I feel like you're just taking all my shit and then replicating it on your end. And it has me yeah. worried. Do I need I, to intervene? No, I think it's like a it's it's like every good social experiment. You need to do a control experiment first, and then you need to try and replicate the result. And then you know you've got a good thesis or a good theory. Let's just try it out. Also, flower babies. <laughs> I'm not looking at I'm flower not, babies. We're I swear not, to God. We're not looking at that. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not looking at that. All right. So before we go, uh, Andy, do you want to say anything? Do you want to give a shout out? Do you want to um, tell us about your Christmas? We'll be doing a show before Christmas, so we'll yep. dedicate that show for Christmas and for other stuff. But do you want to say anything before we I leave? I will definitely say hello to my uh, mate, Neil, who has just had a beautiful baby daughter with his wife. So hello, Neil. Congratulations, buddy. Um, it gets easier, I think, but you get less sleep. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, yeah, uh, obviously, massive thanks to my wife for being back. Um, <laughs> I think the house would have burned down within a month if she didn't. Uh, and yeah, I, that that's th those are the shout outs for me, man. Uh, thank you, wife, for being back. <laughs> you can see the desperate. I hear the desperation in my voice as well. That's why I really like that. <laughs> Where could people find you? Uh, you can find me at Gaming Goodness on Twitter. Uh, I'm usually tweeting about various different things, a little bit of politics, a little bit of sport, loads of motorsport, um, and a bit about games as well. Uh, yeah, at Gaming Goodness, all one word. Follow me on Twitter. Any news on the gaming industry? Anything that you want to tell people? Um, besides, everything's kind of wind, winding down at the moment. Besides um, your Switch review? Switch is great. Playing games on the toilet is as good as you imagine it to be um so yeah uh it's kind of everything in the games industry i don't know what you think joe but everything seems to be kind of slowing down at the moment right uh because christmas everyone kind of you know been in the games industry is quite intense so when it comes to december first half of december you start doing stuff um but really you're you're prepping a lot of editorial to go out or content to go out over the christmas break really so you can kind of have a few weeks off and then come back Christmas feeling afresh. So, yeah, not much news at the moment. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's all about game of the year uh, awards and, and year in reviews and that kind of stuff now pretty much. There'll be some, like, last-minute releases um, just for people to try and still get in in this year but uh, avoid the Christmas, the, the pre-Christmas rush. So. Joe, when can we find your game of the year stuff? When's that going out? <laughs> Uh, so I am editor of three websites, uh, wargamer.com, strategygamer.com, and pockettactics.com. Uh, I usually do some reflections on 
one or two of those sites at the end of the year um so you can go there me and my writers will be talking about shit uh we've got uh, an actual awards going up on our mobile website so that's like a, a voting thing where people can vote for their favorite game that's been released this year um otherwise you can find me on twitter at uh a game of joes that's at a game of joes and similar to andy i talk about uh, games i don't really talk about politics but i do retweet tweets political tweets that i find amusing or poignant um and motor racing shit so i don't really talk about it <laughs> i saw that you tweeted that you were having a great night while your wife was having a boring night at her corporate christmas party oh yeah i was, I was playing a board game uh whilst my wife was at her work do um i think i had the better night definitely had the better <laughs> night. so there you go you can follow joe at um at game of joe's and he has wonderful things uh do you want to tell the website where people could go vote uh, it's, it, it means three of them, but I, I don't have my own website. It's, if you if you like war games, check out wargamer.com. If you like just strategy gaming in general, go to strategygamer.com. And if you game on your phone, check out Pocket Tactics. There you go. And before I go, I always say that your kid is a wonderful kid, and he is great just the way he is. But also, you got to remember that he's also a representation of who you are, because if your kid is out there just kicking people, it's because of you, not because of him. It's never the kid's fault. It's always the parent's fault. And all the way from England, Joe Robinson and the Griffiths, thank you very much for being the po in this podcast. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca, and you guys have been listening to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. Joe, thanks for stopping by. Andy, always thank you. Until next time, see you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.